Good morning, you freaks. Welcome back to another episode of the Aging Punks Complain. This is Raymond Strife today, alone, uh, trying a new thing. We haven't been able to record in two weeks, so I thought maybe I'd try to do like a Ferris Bueller's Day alone podcast, tell you a little bit about my day. I just woke up. It's 9.15. It's way later than I ever want to wake up. I, uh, me and Bella bought a house and this week with work and moving kicked my ass on the weekends. I cannot fucking move out of bed in the morning. I used to be able to get up super early. Now I just fucking am dead. Oh, I have allergies so bad. My eyes just won't open. They are stuck shut in the morning, which is a pretty picture for everybody, I'm sure. Uh... Yeah, so I'm just going to get ready for my day, brush the teeth, throw some uh, moisturizer on. Then I'm going to get a coffee and go uh, wrap my homie uh, Selective Fuzz. So we'll see how this goes. Maybe something will come out of this. Maybe it'll be terrible and sound terrible. It'll be good. The insecurities of man. Woo! So I take a long time to get ready in the morning. And uh, today was the quick version of that because I don't have a lot of time. But there are two reasons I take a long time to get ready in the morning. One is I just care now. I give a shit about my life, about my day walking down these stairs i uh care how i look and it's really for me like i enjoy looking good i don't want to feel insecure i want to feel confident i want to wear clothes that make me look good and uh i really enjoy it what up brandy that's the cat and uh the other reason i take a long time to get ready in the morning well, never in the morning, but when I actually get ready to go out. Like, I don't take a long time to get ready for work. I don't take a long time to get ready the second I get up. But, Moose, what's up, dude? Moose and Heidi. Gotta let the dogs out. But I have eczema. I have eczema and allergies. And for a long time, they were horrendous. Very hard to deal with. Never sleep. Heidi, you wanna go out? And I would, uh, like cry out of stress and pain skin would be on fire it would hurt when i showered so now i take a long time to get ready i take uh i moisturize for a long time i have certain products i use because most products really fuck your skin up so yeah when i actually shower and get ready it takes me about 10 minutes to shower and the rest of an hour to like moisturize you know, maybe shave, brush my teeth, do whatever I got to do. So, you know, I don't think there's anything wrong with giving a shit and getting ready. When I was young, I used to think there was something wrong with giving a shit. You see your heroes on TV and they don't ever fucking take a long time to get ready. But guess what? They did in real life. So, uh, yeah, figure it out. But, uh, 
This morning, getting ready to go meet up and go to the studio. So you want to get hyped up. So a lot of times I just listen to a fucking podcast or something in the morning. And uh, when I go rap, I try to get pumped up listening to some rap I like. I'm on some cocky shit right now. So I'm doing, uh, I listen to Drake. I know there's a lot of Drake haters, but honestly, I think dude is amazing. I think he's like just getting better. I think he's very creative. And uh, if other people are in charge of that and not him, that just is what it is. Uh, it's just good music to me. But uh, sometimes I'll pop on. I used to listen to like punk, circle jerks or something too, even when I rap. Sometimes I'll pop on like a GDP song I like or I, um, there's one Joyner Lucas song I really like. So it's just stuff to get hyped up. And uh, and I get ready to go. Right now I'm watching the dogs walk around our new yard, poop and pee and eat some grass. But yeah, also a lot of times I'll put like sunscreen on. My eyes are really bad allergies. Um, they just are always itchy, always crying, always uh, full of shit. And that's a hard thing to get ready for. It makes it very hard to get up and get be able to focus. Makes it hard to walk around outside. I'm allergic to every type of grass and bush and tree, pollen, dust and dander, everything. It's a pretty brutal existence. I was just talking to Ashley, our friend, who says who has really bad allergies too, and we were talking about how it's like if the planet had an immune system, it's like trying to kill us. Like we're bad cells. And, uh, some days that's a really depressing thought, and some days it's really funny. So yeah, brush my teeth. When I go to the studio, I like to dress in a way that's not going to make me feel like I look stupid. So less is more. Black shorts today because it's going to be nice out. I got a dunce cap, white tee on, and some uh, my pink and gray Air Maxes that are super beat up. I'm warm in a river in Costa Rica. I love these. They look great beat up. I'm sure... Uh, you guys might want fashion tips from me. Uh, the first 34 years of my life, I dressed like a fucking clown. Kind of like Billie Eilish, though. Uh, not calling her a clown. That's just how I dressed. Moose, what are you doing? He's eating something in the tree. Moose, come on. Stop. Come on. Come back in, guys. Let's go. I got places to be, people to see. Come on, bud. You can't eat the tree. Wrapping already. Come on, guys. Come on. Moose, come on, man. Let's go. This is interesting podcasting. Um, but yeah, I didn't give a shit. I thought I was insecure. Come on, man. I need you to come inside. God damn it. Moose, come on, man. Come on, dude. All right, forget it. <clears throat> yeah, I was insecure about what I wore. And I would just think, oh, you're not supposed to care what people think of you. So what does it matter what I wear? And I wanted to be a rapper, so I'd wear super baggy jeans, like size 45 waist. And then I'd wear like pop punk shirts and wristbands and my hair bleach blonde. So I didn't, I looked like a freaking mess, got in a lot of conflicts. People made a lot of fun of me. Me and my brother would wear our fitted caps cocked to the side. I looked like a real goofball. Now I'm very put together, walk in the room very confidently. Uh, I enjoy it quite a bit. It's like one more thing I didn't let myself enjoy my whole life, and now I do.
Alright, make sure the house is good before I leave like a grown-up. Need my sunglasses. These guys are good. They went out. It's stressful leaving my house. I also have OCD, which is pretty impairing. And I will check the locks 50 times. I will come back. I will drive and leave. Excuse me. I will drive and leave and come drive a fucking quarter mile away and be like, I'm not totally sure I fucking locked it. And I will fucking turn around and drive back. It is a little insane. Like right now, I'm freaking out. I know there's something I'm forgetting to do. And I let the dogs out. Gates closed. Everybody's good, I think. And I just get so stressed and I start thinking of every possibility that can go wrong and how I can prevent them now or could have prevented them once I left. Uh, it's uh, some kind of nightmare. But uh, I'm dealing with it. It's okay. People got it worse than me. My mom wants me to go back to therapy. My last therapist kind of uh, ditched me. Made me feel very rejected. And it hurt. Hurt like a breakup. I was very vulnerable. And then she said... "It didn't. They didn't take my insurance after two sessions. Which is, didn't make any sense to me. And then would not return my texts on the matter um which felt more like a personal thing so you can think what you want about me on that one uh might say a lot about me actually and the things i say but you're the one listening to the podcast so who knows uh right now i'm getting my 03 ford taurus wagon which i recently learned my man Cody, Cody Jones, is very jealous of. Bought this off my friends, Pete and Angie, when I uh, first got my new job. And it's been holding up pretty good. I did have to put, I bought it for two grand and I had to put like four grand into it over two years. So it's basically still a pretty good car. I guess if you break it down, I'm probably downplaying the work. But, uh, yeah, I like it. I don't, I don't look like the coolest guy in the world in it, but it's very helpful. It was very helpful in the move, which I busted my fucking ass for this fucking move. Oh, my God. It's such a nightmare. I own so much stuff. It's absolutely insane. Insane how much crap I own. Hundreds and hundreds of VHSs. Oh, I love that dog. This guy's walking this mini pit. I love him so much. Hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of VHSs, DVDs, CDs, vinyl, dead media uh I, I don't even i can't even explain how many comic books i have at this point i basically have a small comic book shop i have that like i don't know tens of thousands of comics um it's really ridiculous moving it was a nightmare that's my seatbelt sign going off telling me i'm an asshole um we recently went to cornelius the third and his girlfriend connor's wedding so now his wife connor and when I said congratulations to Connor, I said, I love you both so much. I love Russell so much. It's so great. That's that's Cornelius' real name. So great to see you guys. This, this was such a beautiful wedding. I cried the whole time. And she goes, oh, we talk about you all the time. Russell, the other day, was just talking about how you, uh, what the fuck is this guy telling me to do? 
this guy's waving me on or something weird um we were just russell was just talking about how he was on tour with you and you you wouldn't wear your seatbelt the whole time and had to walk, sit up front so the whole time the car was beeping the entire tour which made me feel like shit but also i don't think that's accurate i think if i wasn't wearing my seatbelt the whole time i probably was driving which is still probably sounds pretty stupid but then in my in my own car i can just tone out the beep in someone else's car i would feel pretty uh anxious about it this fucking dickhead go um so yeah i am an asshole i guess is the point of this episode this jerk off in front of me driving in trenton is crazy it's great i do think it's functional crazy like when you drive here and you've never been here you go jesus fucking christ this is insanity but I do believe as time goes on, you realize the necessity to that insanity. If everybody's driving insane, you have to join the insanity or else you are now the only insane one. So there's a lot of lights that don't work. There's a lot of speed limits that are stupid. There's a lot of pains, uh, lanes that are unpainted. You kind of got to learn the rules of the road and then drive in Trenton functionally. Cops don't stop people for just traffic shit because they don't want to die over it, I guess. They're also just like fucking bums and lazy hot take. But uh, they also, I think, understand how crazy it is to drive here sometimes. And a lot of Pennsylvania people talk shit. Pennsylvania crazy driving is not functional. Like they, It's like a dickhead in the left lane doing 20 for no fucking reason, I guess, because they, le- they learned, you know, they make left, left turns from that lane or whatever. We have jug handles. People talk shit. Jug handles, very safe, very functional. In Trenton... You know, people might run that light that's that's always fucking red it's, it, or it's non-functional for that intersection. They might be in a right, a right lane passing you on the right because you didn't know it was two lanes uh, because there's no paint on the lane. My goddamn water bottle just flew across the car. Almost destroyed my soul. But yeah, so there's two... Uh, I can get on the side of everything duality-wise. I can see most points of view and uh, definitely I can see where people are like, oh, Jersey... Jersey driving's crazy. I mean, there's 10,000 of us every square foot. It is kind of crazy. But, like, if, like, a city like Trenton, it is functional crazy. People will tell you. And there are people who just do whatever they want. They do whatever they want, and they get mad at you. They fucking, they're going to triple park their car and party all night. They're going to fucking be mad you rode your bike in the road. You know, they're assholes. Sometimes everybody's an asshole driving, though. It's a universal truth. You're probably your most selfish on the Internet. And in a car because you're in your own little protective bubble. Just my theory. Um, But I am uh, driving right now and talking on the phone to you like an asshole. Something I never do, actually. Um, But uh, I do love this city and I love driving here. And I don't give a fuck what people think in Pennsylvania. I was going to say they have terrible pizza, but my favorite Trenton restaurant is now right over the bridge in PA. My favorite uh, pizzeria, La Villa goddamn good pizza so uh yes sir i'm gonna drive to the coffee shop now one up one down used to be trenton coffee roasters basically going to this place saved my life when it was trenton coffee roasters and abdul who used to run it was my man uh it was my safe haven it was an amazing place to go when i was really going through some hard times it really helped me kind of get different direction in my life and figure out kind of who I wanted to be if you ever can figure that out and uh, now it's owned by Vince and Natalie they're they're fantastic people a lot of great people work here it's a very different kind of coffee shop now I mean 
now it really gives a shit about people coming and getting coffee there, which Abdul didn't seem to care too much about. But uh, it's just two different personalities. But it's still a great place. It's a great shop in Trenton. And I like it quite a bit. I'm going to probably get a nice latte because it's warm out. I am now supposed to be at the studio in five minutes. I already told Vic I was going to be late. Vic is fuzz selector selector fuzz always say it backwards because i am turning into my father who cannot say words or names correctly and doesn't care to uh i wonder for him if it started as a joke and then it just went too far because that's how it started for me i basically just say things wrong because i think it's funny and i can tell now at this point especially like bella does not think i'm joking just thinks my brain is going which is also true so I'm now going to get a coffee. I was just at the coffee shop, and now I'm on my way to the studio, driving through Lawrence, the town I grew up in. Um, I was in the coffee shop. I probably should have recorded in the coffee shop, but it was crowded, and I didn't know how weird it would be to like be talking on my phone while I uh, talk to people. I think it's almost a little rude, but also, like I don't know, maybe that's like an insecure thing of not wanting to put myself out there publicly which is funny if you think about me but I uh it's probably like a fear of success thing but I instantly had a good conversation what always happens in the coffee shop even though I was only there for five minutes um Victor made my coffee I was talking to Vince the one owner uh who's they're all friends um but you know they're they're good friends but I don't see them often they're like not their acquaintances I don't know shit about them but we were talking about his kid and talking about life and he asked me about the house and he reminded me that um thursday i i have i had an apartment and i take my time moving i like to i have a lot of stuff i do it myself i don't really ask for help people have helped me you know uh but i i just want to move everything at my own pace which is much harder with this much stuff and this job i have so i'm moving on slowly and uh on thursday my landlord calls me and goes oh uh i got a guy here this guy's been fucking working on the apartment next to mine for nine months the bar's not open and all of a sudden he's got a guy who can only work on the bathroom in my apartment like this fucking friday this weekend uh pretty frustrating and he goes he doesn't have keys the landlord doesn't have keys to the building or the apartments this is this is the guy who made this business deal and he uh he asked me to like basically leave the keys or leave the place open. Oh, you don't have to be totally out yet, but I need to get in there to work on the bathroom this weekend. Is that okay? Uh, and I'm basically, I'm freaking out at work. I'm going, no, it's not really okay. Half my stuff's still there. Uh, it's a huge pain. His timeline makes no sense. I will say I kind of like didn't call him out the way I should have. I don't always handle every situation the way I want. And uh, he's like, the first thing he says is he goes, well, do you, do you care about the stuff that's in there? Do you need that stuff? That's the, he's literally fucking says that. Then he says, oh, but my, it's my cousin and he's super trustworthy, you know? And, and it's like, dude, I don't even give a fuck if my stuff gets stolen, but like, I don't need these clowns like with my personal stuff or whatever. And uh, the way he phrased that was very frustrating and he could sense my frustration. It was actually chuckling, which was also frustrating, but also I can appreciate how my reaction was probably funny so i was like fuck it it'll get done tonight so that was thursday i worked 12 13 hours i drove right to the apartment 
start unloading more shit as quickly as I can. Uh, it was a nightmare. It was frustrating, as I said earlier, of, uh, thousands, tens of thousands of comics, v- uh, hundreds of VHS. People are, I'm dropping VHS on the street, DVDs on the street. People are offering to buy them, which I should have sold them. I don't know why I didn't. Uh, it was insane, but it was another five, six hours of work after work, and it way past my bedtime. I'm fucking sore. I feel like shit. I've been waking up lately feeling kind of foggy and hungover, which I didn't drink last night. I had two beers two hours apart. It's just exhausted from the week, man. And people say it's your age, but fuck that. I feel great. I am very young, 41. It's my job. My job kills me. And the people who tell you, oh, oh, it fucking, oh, it starts to hurt. It's so, they work fucking eight hours in a building, you know, or even if they work construction, they work, uh, fuck that. I get up at fucking three in the morning. I start my fucking route. I bust my fucking ass for 12, 13, 14, 15 hours. And then I fucking go home and get whatever I got to do going. And I was going to the gym, but the move has disrupted that. And I was going to the gym a lot. As a matter of fact, I was at the doctor yesterday for some tests on my heart. And I do that 50 cent in the club treadmill thing. And I kicked its fucking ass. And they said I took the longest they've ever seen to get to baseline. It was 13 minutes to get to 152 BPMs. And then I fucking ran 16 minutes on this treadmill, which is nothing really. But I was tired after not working out and after work again and the night before having to move. And they're like, well, just tell us when you're done. And eventually I was like, I don't feel like doing this anymore. I'm done. And they were like, well, there's seven levels to that test. And you did six. We've only seen a marathon runner do, do seven. And I was like, if you knew there were seven, I would have fucking done it. But it was fucking awesome. I fucking love seeing exercise and shit pay off. Fucking ruled. Um, but I digress. So yeah, my landlord still found a way to fuck me after I've already moved out. Um, but I did leave him a ton of my furniture, which normally I wouldn't do. But I'm looking at it pragmatically. Like, dude, we own all this stuff. Bella owns all this stuff. You don't need your fucking discount bullshit or your dressers and drawers that you've had since you were six or everything's all beat up it's all shit from robot house so i left a bunch of it there i texted the landlord i go hey there's some furniture here you can have it here's the keys and i left a sink full of dirty dishes which i'm not proud of the place is a fucking mess but also fuck him you you get what you fucking pay for man this dude wanted fast food he wanted to shit his way he wanted it quick so here you fucking go and you know what i'm still gonna go in there because i guarantee you they probably haven't started work and i'm gonna get some more stuff i left um but now I'm uh, walking up to the studio. It's in Lawrence, Lawrenceville, Northern Lawrence. Uh, very, very nice area. I'm not saying that to be a hater. It's just an incredibly nice area. Uh, the dude I record with, Vic, and the homie Connor, rent a house here, rent an apartment in a house. It's right across from Lawrenceville Prep. Oh, God damn, it's so beautiful out. It's so beautiful out, it hurts. You ever have that? It's like summer's ending, not quite fall, and we do have climate change, but in the morning, it's like in the late 60s, early 70s, and it's no humidity. Oh, my God, it's gorgeous. It just makes you want to fucking enjoy your life. Not, it just makes you think things aren't so bad. I fucking love it. I love fucking weather, man. People say... Talking about the weather is like mundane and boring, but it's like, I don't, I disagree. I think it's something you should learn to enjoy and appreciate because it's, it's literally the thing we have all have in common, happens to all of us every day, changes every day. It's really amazing. I really try to appreciate it. It's really a beautiful thing. Good morning. 
dog barking at me. Man, goddamn, do I love weather. I love bad weather. I love when it rains. I love working in the rain. I don't give a fuck. I fucking climb the goddamn machinery in the rain. I feel like a pirate. I feel like a fucking pirate of the Caribbean. It's the best. And then when it's summer and it's brutally hot and I'm working in the dust, the sun's beating down on me, I feel like goddamn Clint Eastwood. I feel like a fucking cowboy. I love it. You know, talking to myself, which I don't do that often except to scream, uh fucking obscenities when i'm frustrated or to yell about my job when all all alone in the truck Uh, maybe i'm learning a little bit here i I think i really love my life today this is a great feeling so thanks for being on this ride with me i have to park about a uh, block a big fucking suburban block away from Vic's house because he lives on the main 206 here and uh, you can't park on that road and the driveway's full of cars so I got to, uh, got a little hike here, which is goddamn awesome on this gorgeous goddamn day. Eric and uh, Nicole are away for the weekend. It's a holiday weekend. It's Labor Day. I don't know exactly where they went or what they're doing. Probably at the beach, like smart people. So that's part of why I thought. You know, we've had a couple weeks off. Maybe I'll try to just record a poorly uh, recorded solo podcast on my voice memos, which is, uh, I don't know, maybe if it doesn't work out, I'll just do this all the time, like a little diary and look like a crazy person in the street talking on his phone all the time on speakerphone, which I'd hate. No response. But yeah. This album is coming together really well. I'm really fucking enjoying it. Really enjoying putting it together. Uh, Some producers you just really click with. And uh, I had a feeling about working with Selector Fuzz. And uh, so far it's really paying off. It does feel weird to be this old and to have kind of taken a forced break from working on music the way I love to talked about it numerous times on the podcast how covid kind of broke me from being like an aging touring diy rapper so it does feel weird but it feels good man just getting here rap cocky kind of be myself be a more confident version of myself which is something i've always loved about rap uh but a lot of people probably aren't faking it but well let's see a lot of people are definitely faking it in rap and uh, I think I keep it real about how fake I am. Profound words from Raymond Strife. Hello? Just walk in the house. It's unlocked. You can do that here. I love this house. It's beautiful. Anybody home? Yeah. Yo. Sorry I'm late. I'm uh, I'm recording myself on my uh, voice memos for a solo podcast. Okay. So what up? Good morning. Yeah. The, the Selector Fuzz. Vic, what's up? Hey, what's going on? <laughs> That's exactly the hello I, w- I wanted. How are you today? I'm doing all right. I'm going to keep doing this to you. Buddy. Okay. Okay. <laughs> 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 All right, let me let me pause this. <laughs>
Okay, I'm now leaving Vix and Lawrence. Uh, we had about a three-hour session. Yeah, something like that. Three and a half hours. Went really well. Um, I am a little... It, it got a little rough in there. I am used to doing a couple takes and them coming out pretty great and being okay with the song. And this was a little bit of a tougher song to do. And we got through it. Well, we got through the first verse. He made a beat from scratch. It was a lot of fun. Uh, really, really enjoying myself on this project. But, um, yeah, you can see, well, I can see, like, how hard it would be, how hard it can be to come back from something. As soon as I start to get discouraged or don't like it, uh, it really fucks with me. I really, I always get back up, but sometimes it's harder than others. And that's a real uh, application for my whole life. It's very, uh, very easily, I don't know if I'm easily discouraged, but when I'm discouraged, I take things really fucking hard. But that's okay. Uh, I wanted to maybe get a quick interview with Vic afterwards, but we just took way too long. He's got shit to do. I got to go to work. Uh, he said some really cool shit, though, when we were just talking about music beforehand. He said um, we were looking at breakbeats, and he said breakbeats are kind of like memes. Like someone made one and, or cut well, you know, sample one and used it, and then more people take it and use it a completely different way. And it's, it's like awesome. It's like a take on the same thing. And it, when he said it, I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? It's like memes. And then when he said it, it kind of blew my mind. It was like a weirdly insightful, profound thing for the dude to say. And, uh, it was really fucking cool. I, I, a, good, a cool part of working with someone you don't know to make music is like getting to know them through the music you're making. And then also like the personality while you talk and really enjoying the whole thing. Uh, I hope this recording came out somewhat decent with the traffic and uh, the cool dogs I'm seeing that are distracting me. But yeah, another part done. I just got home and I let the dogs out and I ate Taco Bell in the kitchen watching the dogs trying to get through a hole in the fence and I kept knocking on the uh, window, which freaks Heidi out and she barks, but Moose knows exactly what he's doing wrong when he hears the fucking knock. He doesn't even have to know it's me. Um, And all I can think about is how great my life is, and I never thought I would live in this house or own a house ever or have anything like this, and uh, it's really great. You know, I've been thinking about my mortality a lot at work and how I could die from what, what I do and in the future and how I could fuck up my brain and it's really been stressing me out and I know it's the wrong way to think, but right now it's done good things and if it costs me the future of my life, if it is what it is, it's what's done is done. Uh, but I'm I'm really happy when I'm not at work. Uh, I could try to get another job. We'll see what will happen, but I'm still going to fucking work every day. And uh, <clears throat> my uncle Bob recently passed and he had Parkinson's and, I guess that causes dementia or I'm not really sure how it works, but he wasn't happy alive and, and, uh, he passed and I don't know if that's genetic or what friend, I don't know if it would be in my genetics, but I've just been thinking of a lot about the future and, uh, too much really about being 60 and 70, which I guess is normal at this point in my life. I think maybe that's part of a midlife crisis. Uh, but that's okay. I really appreciate what I got and, 
I'll get through my thoughts. And uh, tonight we're having a couple friends over. Um, nothing big. The house isn't totally ready, but Bella's done great work on making the downstairs really presentable. And so we wanted to show it off. Just a couple friends, so don't be uh, don't be butthurt if you weren't invited. It's really like four people, uh, a couple beers, and we'll probably be asleep before 10. Uh, but I might try to do a little bit of this at the uh, party. We'll see how it goes. Okay, folks, the party has begun, and we have the first special guest of the evening who is not even a guest at all. Surprise, she is the host, the one and only Bella Mozzarella. Bella, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing pretty good. That's great. I love to hear it. How was your day? It was fine. That's it, fine? Yeah. Yeah, it's hard, it's hard being in charge of people. You're telling me. It's hard to do this interview right now. Yeah, it is hard. Um, I'll do this. Okay, it's very <laughs> suggestive. Um, what was I going to ask you? Oh, do you have a quick complaint? Uh, yeah, I do. We were complaining, um, me and Ray, the other, the other guy on the mic here. Uh, we were complaining a lot last night about um, people who try to do things for Trenton that don't seem to have their heart in it. And uh, that's, that's my 35 point millisecond complaint it's not really that's like a long complaint we it is a talk long complaint about. but I'll, I'll have to do this all day yeah just a bunch of fucking yeah i i just like hate like when i pe tell people like oh i bought it i live in trenton they're like oh is that an investment property is that why do you do that did you did you grow up there right. and it's like no i just live here uh dr malcolm ian malcolm said it best oh, I think about malcolm x dr ian malcolm he said you didn't even do the work for yourself you just stood on the shoulders of others yep you didn't and, even uh, think and to I, question why i feel like that's what a lot of people that come to the city do uh, very little shoulders to stand on too yeah all right well it's great to see you welcome to your own house thank you love you love you all right the party's raging life is crazy it's so crazy there's like five people here i'm officially drunk now uh I did not stop anyone to talk to them or get any kind of soundbite from them. And now my good friends, Pete and Ashley, are leaving. So we're going to bother them. So uh, what are your names? I just said them. <laughs> my name's Ashley. Pete. Pete. Good to meet you, Pete. Uh, how are you guys doing? Great. I'm okay. Very honest. I like that. Um, what did you think of our home? It's beautiful. It's all right. Thank you. There you go. More honesty. Um, thank you guys for coming to our, uh, our, it's a light housewarming. What do they say? It's like a, what do they say when they do like a quick start when they release a product? Like a soft launch. A soft launch. That's, I can't believe you knew that. That's a soft, you said it. Say it again. Soft launch. I'm not holding my phone, so I don't know if they'll like, if that picks up or anything. Um, oh, do you guys have anything to complain about? Having to go home early. Uh, yeah, that that is rough. See, I don't think that's a complaint anymore. For me, if I was in your shoes at your guys' house, I'd be like, I, it's time to go. And I'd be happy about it. <laughs> and I'd be putting rain noises on my phone right now. I'm falling asleep. How about you? Anything you complain about? Uh, no, I had a good time in your okay house with your okay life. <laughs> Sharing it with me. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm trying to find the words to respond to that. My okay life. And I got to share it with you. Which made it sound even better. You flipped the insult on me, and I'm almost going to cry a little. My, how beautiful my okay life is, and I got to share it with you. Uh, I love you guys. Thank you for coming, uh, and thank you for doing this quick sound bite. Uh, I actually am emotional, and I'm going to shut the fuck up now. But Pete and Ashley, you're the best. Uh, say goodbye. Bye. All right, we're all pretty lit the fuck up now. The party's been underway. A bunch of idiots are leaving. 
and I want to get a sound bite from them before I go. I'm Ray Strife. As a reminder, this is the solo episode of Aging Punks. It's been a complete nightmare to do this alone. Uh, so what did you guys think? First off, who are you and what did you think of my house? Hey, uh, my name's Tony Goggles, Esquire. I loved your house. I thought it was great. I can't wait to come back. I feel like such a uh, happy boy. That was really good, man. Thank you for that. Hey, man, who are you? What did you think of my house? My name's Eric Wolfgang. Uh, i just been holding this shit in the entire time, and I didn't want to like do that in your house because it's so nice. Oh, you're holding literal shit in. Yeah, it's like in, in my butthole the entire time, and I don't want to do it in your very nice house. So it's on your mind, so this is more a review of your shit than my house. No, no, the house is very nice, oh. and that's why I don't want to let the shit into it. Thank you, I appreciate that. Hey, how's it going? What's your name, and what do you think of my house? My name is Amanda, and I loved your house. I am super jealous because I still live in a shithole apartment. <laughs> oh, that's okay. I still live there, too. I think I'm still paying the power bill right above you. So. Do you have anything to say? Did you hold in poop or do you hate something? No, nope. Didn't hate anything. Didn't hold in no poop. I'm just I'm a happy, lucky duck. <laughs> uh, I appreciate it. That's very nice of you. All right. What, what's your name and what do you think of my house? <laughs> my, my name is Allison. Uh, really nice house. Cute dogs. Cute cat. Big cat. We had the animals before the house. What do you think specifically about the home? Oh. <laughs> it's okay. Say whatever you want. It's okay. Fellow's gonna find me if I say the house is bad and if I don't say my name is Allison. Oh, okay. So you are specifically being tortured by your employer. We're gonna call the police and you'll you'll be rescued right now. Is that okay? Thank you. You're welcome. What's your name and what did you think of the house? Uh, my name is Lauren. The house was 10 out of 10. I would say very nice. Three floors. Love that. There are three floors. Yeah, great. I grew up in the Midwest. We only had one floor, very much ranch houses, very flat, nothing going on. Did you have a basement? Yes. Okay. But Two floors. No, but this is great. Everything was great, and you guys were amazing. Very welcoming, very warm, very adorable and sweet animals. 10 out of 10 would hang out again. Three out of three floors, 10 out of 10 stars. <laughs> What's your name and how did you find the house? How did I find the house? How did you find that? On MapQuest. I, I typed in what 30 years ago. What is your name? I printed it out and then I walked your here. Name. My name's Raymond Strife. <laughs> what are you doing here? I uh, live here. What did you think of the house? I thought it was great. 10 out of 10 houses. Why I would you... come back to 10 houses like this again Why 10 times. Why did you come to the house? I came to come, baby. Jesus came Welcome. twice. <laughs> Welcome back to America, where I live. Second coming. If you're not ejaculating, you should be Better evacuating start. your own self from your own country. My stop breathing, start leaving, is what they always say to me and my dad. You know what they say uh, now? Well, this is Raymond Strife. Uh, thank you all for being here. Uh, Aging Punks and Plain, weirdest episode ever. Punks out. Thank you, guys. Uh-huh. We're going to wrap this up. I uh, don't know what I learned. Uh, just life is good. Friends are good. Uh, trying's always good. Uh, I hope this was a good, weird solo episode. Uh, if not, we'll be back at it soon. Punks out. The Agent Punks Complain is recorded at Sketchism's Media Studios and produced by me, Eric Backlund. The theme song, The Agent Punk Complains, was written by Raymond Strife and Ill Omega. 
Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at The Aging Punks Complain. And if you like the show, leave a review and subscribe wherever you get your podcast. You can also leave us a message that may be featured on the show. Just call or text 609-358-0804.